Hello? Hello? Anna? Thea? <laughs> Hello! Hello! Hello. Woe is me. And wow. you know, since it's two of us, we should be saying woe is us. Woe is us. Um, but also, collectively, we are like one individual brain. So. Oh, right. Of course. So woe is me. me. The hive mind. Anyway, um, this is our podcast. It's crazy that we're doing this. Um, we've wanted to do this for so long. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of fear of judgment because people that do podcasts are whack. Yeah, but, and also fear of we're only doing this because we love to hear ourselves talk. Self-talk. Which is True. not false. But it's like not that narcissistic because we're talking to each other. Yeah, it's true. We like to hear like us each other talk. It's yeah. not just me. Mm-hmm. Anyway. We, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So this is what was me, a show about woes. Hoes. <laughs> and Joes. Um, average Joes. So that means your modern woes, your everyday hoes, and your average Joes. Do you want to talk about the woes segment? Well, it's pretty clear that woes are just... <laughs> I don't think it's that clear. Woes are just problems. I mean, like, woe is me. That's when something you say when something irks you on any level of intensity. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to clarify that everyday hoes is... That can be any woman, and we're trying to make the word a positive thing. Yes, um, we are in favor of the glorification of the word hose as um, a positive word for women. Um, there's also we're like, reclaiming it. You know? We're reclaiming it. There's also some like iffy gray area with like only people that are sex workers can be called could reclaim the word hose, but I'm not going to delve into that. Um, no, that is. You know, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I have thought about it, but I'm choosing to ignore it. Sorry, sex workers. We still love you. (laughs) We're not woke. We're not woke. Um, This show isn't called Woke Is Me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, average shows. I already messed up. Um, It's just going to be about, you know, men in our lives, men in anyone's lives, boys, because... Do men really exist, or are they all just boys? Boys of all ages. <laughs> boys of all ages. These boys don't have to all be sexualized. Too. We mm-hmm. could talk about little boys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, um, you can edit that out. No, probably for the best. Anyway, that sounds weird. I'm Fia. I'm from San Francisco. I currently live in New York. I am severely dehydrated and I'm wearing a turtleneck with no pants and lipstick. Okay, your turn. My name is Anna. I'm from San Francisco, which is where I met this chick. (laughs) Um, I live in Edinburgh, Scotland. And I have a candle with Matthew McConaughey on it next to my bed. Guess who gave her that? That's the only religion I worship is Matthew McConaughey from Dazed and Confused to be to be specific. Yeah, baby. Um, I was considering making him my Joe of the week, but then I was like, I feel like that's cheating, Anna. Yeah. 
That would have been. And I'm also an average guitar player. True. And I'm your average accompanier. Nice. Okay. Um, Anna and I, where does this love story begin? This love story begins, it was 2014. 14. No, okay, well, technically we met in 2013, but we were not yeah, we friends. Were, we didn't like each we other. We were not friends. It was 2014. It was the eve, no, it was the day of the dance of the devils, our high school mascot. Um, basically, this this chaotic school dance where school members like play in bands terribly but we chaotic were both even like not the right word it's just so I it's just... chaotic for us it's always like chaos for us. yes yeah true. yeah okay but we were both supposed to join these friend groups to like get ready for the dance and then they all ditched us and we were like you know what let's even though we've never got along and we're not really friends and don't really know each other let's just like boy up and like go shopping in the hate which is like hate and ashbury for non-locals um very famous district of san francisco where all like the hippies are um and let's just like let's fucking like fuck those girls let's do our own thing and from there a beautiful love story blossomed and now we've been friends for six years six years flies by wow Wow. (laughs) I i don't remember a lot of high school i don't yeah you don't remember most things and i remember all of it I'm so sorry that you do. (laughs) (laughs) I remember every detail. Um, In sum, we did not peak in high school. No. In a way, we're peaking now because we have a podcast. (laughs) Is that what peaking is? No, that's absolutely not what peaking is. No, it's Um, not. Anyway. (laughs) What kind of crap were we on? (laughs) Anyway, um, no sorts of crack in this house at this moment let's get into it and do our woes all right all right so the woe section this week we're gonna do a couple of woes that we've encountered um recently but in the future we might source some other people's woes and talk about it um at the end of the day, mm-hmm. who hasn't experienced a series of woes um, throughout the week? So, do you want to start? Yeah. Woe is me wouldn't be woe is not a woe. It would be. I was going to have you start, Fia. Okay. Put your woe I'll on the start, table. Anna. Um, my woe is pretty it embarrassing. International people. Yes, my woe is embarrassing, but I at the same time like feel no shame about it. Um. I was at the bars this weekend, as one is, um, just fooling around, 11 shots in, just had a Jaeger bomb. Um, very out of character for me to have a Jaeger bomb. That's how you know it's getting bad. Uh, I know. Red Bull is... Um, and so I was on the dance floor, separated from my friends, see someone I fucked like a year ago, instantly no this is not gonna go well I go up to him um 
don't really remember how this occurred, but we started like slapping each other, like not angrily, just like That's super weird. I That's know. Just really super. Literally weird. couldn't tell you how this occurred. And then I was like, let's hook up. And then he was like, no, 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 like let's not. And I was like, no, like let's do it. I just like to be clear, I had not shaven and I purely just wanted to make out in the bars. Like all my friends were making out with like some random guys in the bars. I wanted to make out with someone random in the bars, like just for funsies, like didn't want anything out of it. Was going yeah. on a fabulous date the next day, like just wanted to just wanted a little smooch in the bars when I was like very drunk. And so he was like, so I was like, no, like I just want to like kiss or whatever. And he was like, no, like I'm not hooking up with anyone right now. So I was like, okay, like celibate king, like good for <laughs> you, I guess. Like, well said. Well, well said. thank you. Like I was like, all right, I respect that. So I like backed away. Um, and then he told all my friends about it <laughs> and no was like, way. yeah. And he was like, Fia was like all up on me at the bars and was trying to get with me so hard. And my friend was movie? like, my friend was like, I literally don't believe you. And I was like, no, he's right. <laughs> like he literally <laughs> didn't lie at all. No. Um, so that was a little tiffy tizzy. What's the word? Like, you don't know what I'm say no like I don't know what you're trying to say I know like a tizzy like a like a little screw up is what I'm trying to say anyway so that was my woe um but like oddly like the next day I was like oh that was just a funny little thing that happened so in all honesty this isn't really a woe it was just kind of like a drunken mistake that I don't feel bad about um but in theory, it is a woe and I think that's like the most woe-ish thing that happened to me is get taken like out of context, because, like, any other week, I would have, like, some severe, like, tear-worthy woes to, like, hand out. But right. this was one of my better weekends. So I only had, like, a very minor L. Right. Like, that's a pretty minor woe. But, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Weekend woes. You're, like, weekend woe feeling. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, we all face rejection so mm-hmm. often. I think it's important to be rejected as much as possible. So the more it happens, the less bad you feel about it. Right. And like also just understanding that literally everybody just gets rejected. Like literally. Yeah. Yep. Even me. It happens. Anyway. What are, how <laughs> can we break this woe down? I don't know. Like I feel like in like I didn't really pick a great woe to start off because I think like the way the woe should go is we have a woe and then we like figure out how to not feel bad about the woe. Okay, yeah, continue. I feel like we we pick a woe and we figure out like how to not feel bad about the woe, but I don't feel bad about this woe. Wait, yeah, so that's a pretty bad woe to start. I know that's why I wanted you to start. Um, I have another woe where I just haven't been replied a text in twenty four hours. So how do I get over that? Um, well, take it with a grain of salt, because if you think about me and when I text people, and even if it's yeah. something that I'm interested in, I get nervous and I just don't respond. Because that so, like, that's so important, because my thinking is that, like, if they like me, they will respond promptly, but, like, no. I have to, not everyone works that way. Right, like, you've witnessed me being like, that's I'm not going to open this for three days because... yes. <laughs> because I'm that when I like someone because I'm a learner actually okay what's your woe all right my woe of the week 
Well, it's specific to this week, but it's also applicable to pretty much every week. Um, well, not every week, but recently this has come up for me, Fia, mm-hmm. because I, I don't understand it as a 21-year-old. I should not be experiencing these symptoms, but I have been having hot flashes. Like oh, there is baby. No. Tomorrow. I... I mean, I think the issue is how freaking cold it is here. Keep in mind, like, we're California natives. Mm-hmm. San Francisco isn't the warmest place on earth, but, but it's, it's not super windy all the time. Right. So I would rock up here to, like, my lecture theaters. You know, I've walked pretty quickly there in the freezing cold, and I get inside, and I, like, strip off all my layers. I'm usually about five minutes late, and so this is happening, like, huffing and puffing, like, when the lecture's already started, and there's 200 people staring at me, and I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) And then I, like, take all my shit off. And by the time I sit down, I'm, like, face is red, and I am drenched in sweat, and it just doesn't stop. I just keep sweating the whole lecture. Oh, my God. Hair up in the back. When you're at home, do you, like, need to put your face in the fridge? I've never put my face in the fridge. They did that in um, House of Cards to, like, show that she had hot flashes. She just, like, opens the fridge and just, like, chills there for a little bit. That's actually a really good idea. Because it's also been happening every time I, like, eat home. Literally anything. I will, like, my face gets so bright red and, like, puffy a little bit. Can you even eat spicy food anymore? Yeah, it just gets, it's just a crazy experience, and I have to know what's coming oh from me. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, I've been having a lot of weird hot flashes. Have you, like, WebMD'd this shit? Yeah, I WebMD'd this shit, and you know exactly what happened when I WebMD'd that <laughs> Did shit. Did it say you're pregnant? Pregnant, and I yeah. was like, oh, shit, but I took Plan B. Uh-huh. It's honestly a fucking miracle neither of us have been pregnant for the amount of times we've taken and omitted from taking Plan B. This is true. <laughs> that was like the longest pause ever. <laughs> I was just thinking about the fact that this is going to be a very close friends list. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying like i'm no like my list is gonna be very very small i'm gonna keep that shit tight yes weird we're so private so public okay we can i can cut that part out no it's okay we gotta keep it raw (laughs) um (laughs) our style is raw and unedited just like how we have sex I mean, you're not <laughs> you can't respond with facial expressions because no one's gonna see you but me. Okay, wait. That is my woe. Oh my god! You only it's my... respond with facial expressions. No, my woe is my extremely overanimated face. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. Like that's the key to being an actor. Yeah. Okay, but first of all, I'm not an actor. Second mm. of all, the other day, no, it was about two weeks ago. I'm on a date with a boy I mm. come back from the bathroom and this guy's kind of in my way and I'm like oh like excuse me sorry whatever and the guy moves and I guess for some reason like my face just happened and I made this like really sassy looking face and completely rolled my eyes like and when I roll my eyes that like those shits go to the back of my head like it is noticeable <laughs> 
pretty bug out anyways. And then so I get back to where we're sitting and this boy is like laughing. And I'm like, what? Like, what's up? And he's like, you just, well, first he was like, are you okay? Mm -hmm. And I was like, like, yeah, like, what are you talking about? Like, then I got a little stressed because this boy's asking me, are you okay? Like, clearly that means I don't look like I'm okay. Yeah. Um, that's but not something you want to hear on a date. Facial expression. And that's the second time that I've been out with a boy and they've asked me, are you okay? Simply based on my facial expression. <laughs> I remember the first time and I will not say anything about it. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't talk about that time. Um, one of the story is I can't control what my face looks like. And I wish I could. That is truly a woe. I get people tell me that I just always look confused, which I feel like is not even a facial expression thing. I'm just always confused. Yeah, fair. I don't know how to help you with that one. Okay, those are our woes for the week. I think that about that's it. it up. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Nothing too no. interesting. <laughs> We're setting up about our woes. But, okay, but this is an open. We're moving on to the hoes. What's in a hoe, Fia? What is in a hoe? H-O-E. Um, this week's hoes is going to be about, well, our hoe of the week is Gwyneth Paltrow. And the topic of discussion about, like, hoes issues or, like, women's issues is um, the glamorization of, like, women's health and periods and vitamins and shit like on Instagram and like just weirdly perfectly packaged tampons that come with like a bar of like expensive French chocolate every week like every month we um, do they have that? yeah I mean it honestly sounds fucking sick and I really should sign up for that but I don't get my period um I forgot I don't get my period anyway Let's discuss. Lucky woman. Well, this is one of those things that it's such a complicated issue. Uh huh. Talk about what you were saying earlier about like, um, like with the fake women's medicine. Well, I wish I could talk about it better. But you don't know enough about it. But I don't know enough about it. This is typical Sophia Anna credentials. And yeah. also, on top of that, my memory is shit. So mm-hmm. I have a vague memory of maybe about a year or so reading this very, very interesting article um, that was kind of about, like, the goop phenomenon and other, like, fad websites like this. And I feel like fad is kind of, like, the word at play and, like, that's what they were talking about in the article. Wait, is to be clear, goop is Gwyneth Paltrow's, like, weird... How would you call it? Like brand? Lifestyle brand. Lifestyle brand. And just basically talking about how, like, I mean, a lot of it is good and a lot of it's promoting, like, being healthy and exercising and eating well and all that, which is great. However, I think a lot of the stuff on there gets into, like, some fad things and a lot of it is, like, trying to get money out of you and, like, aestheticizing a lot of this woman's health things. And I think the point that the article was saying is how it, like, at the end of the day, is bad in some ways for actual advancements in women's medicine, which is a field that already is really lacking. Mm-hmm. However, like I said, no credentials and a terrible memory. I don't even remember any of the other parts of the argument, but it did sound very legit to me. All right. 
beautifully said um yeah I just think like what made me want to talk about this topic is just like I'll be scrolling through Instagram and I'll see like an ad for like women's vitamins an ad for like fancy like tampon packaging an ad for like vagina oil like just stuff like that where I'm like all of a sudden I'm like I feel like I need this because it's pretty and they're like making it sound like it's something I need for me like as someone with a woman's body and like I definitely don't need like an oil for my vagina like stuff and stuff like that and like I literally it makes me want to get this like period package that you get once a month when I don't even have my period like I just think like it's obviously just like another like extension of capitalism where they're just like marketing these things so like right targeted towards millennials and gen z's that it's like end of the day it's not even like a that much of an issue of like like anything besides just it's all about money yeah but like i get like the other side of it where like they are like marketing like sustainable like generally sustainable and like organic products because like so many of like tampons and pads that they sell in like pharmacies and grocery stores are like not 100% cotton and not like breathable and not actually good for your vagina so like on the other hand like some of these like period product companies like are doing good but like literally like a $50 oil for like lubricating your vagina like I don't see how like that would be beneficial to my life and yet I want it so bad right right I mean and that's these things are always so two-sided like with the goop thing like yeah yeah, it's problematic and they're, it's super like, it's basically elitist. They're really only promoting products to very wealthy people who can actually Mm -hmm. afford what they promote, but Mm -hmm. also like they are promoting like, you know, like women loving their bodies and like accepting themselves and like, but on the other hand, like, like like, love your vagina. Yeah. at first yeah. I'm skeptical of that because we don't hear that message and that's probably why I'm so skeptical of it. But mm-hmm. also like, I don't know. I'm skeptical still. On the other hand, like there's this whole argument for like, like taking away the body positivity movement and moving towards like body neutrality because like advocating for like loving your body, like is only like, like you can never truly love your body and love a different body like equally if you're only loving your body for like certain aspects of it do you know what I'm saying like if you're like oh I like my I love I want to understand this better okay yeah, yeah yeah so like body positivity is like the advocation that like all, like all bodies are beautiful and then which I personally like agree with body neutrality right. is the idea that like our bodies shouldn't matter and, like, we shouldn't consider, like, what, like, we look like to be important, which is, like, a totally, like, deeper level of, like, removing, like, any, like, superficial, like, like, mentality to it, where it's saying, yeah. like, but, like, I don't think that's possible, like, yeah, when no. you're living in a body, like, every day, you're seeing all this, like, promotion for bodies, and, like, you're talking to people with different bodies, like, I don't know, like, I don't see anything wrong with, like, celebrating like I don't like the apathy that that sounds like it carries it's definitely like like, I definitely am not doing it justice like this is like a concept that like Jamila Jamil you know like she's on the good place but she's like this really famous like body well body neutrality advocate but she's like very about like body 
um, shaming awareness and stuff like that. And like, she's very, like, very smart, very powerful woman. But like, her argument is that like, it shouldn't matter what we look like, which in theory, I agree with. But like the whole concept of like, body neutrality, where it's like, I live in a body and it shouldn't matter what I look like is like one, I think like not very realistic. And two, just like, why not like replace like apathy with like positivity when you can be like celebrating your body for like the only thing that I have trouble with, with the body positivity movement is like, if you're only celebrating your body because you like certain parts of it that are still like in like that are still aligned with like the ideal body. Like if you're like, Oh, I like my body because I have big boobs or like, Oh, I like my body because I have a skinny waist, but I still like, like, that's why I love my body, even though it's not perfect. Like, I think that's definitely wrong. Right. Like, I think I like the idea of like, it shouldn't matter what we look like, but also it's so important to like celebrate our bodies and to take care. Still, like, I think also with things of like, Oh, like it's good to like eat well and exercise and stuff. Like, those messages can even come across like in different ways and affect people in different ways. Like sometimes I see those kinds of messages and I'm like, Oh my God, like that's stressing me out because I feel like it's telling me that like I need to be skinnier or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can like, like tell you, like, I don't know, like companies can tell you that or like people can tell you that in ways that are like, Oh, like celebrate your body for what it's like for its potential and it's like strength and like whatever mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah I also think like there's an issue this is like slightly off topic but like an issue with like back to what we were talking about about marketing and like using different bodies and like the body positivity movement as like a capitalist tool like I feel like it's an, an issue like but that body neutralists take issue with body positivity is that like the use of like a diversity of bodies and like a diversity of like different types of bodies is used a lot to like market products and like, you know, how like, I mean, on the one hand, it's nice to see like that kind of representation of different bodies and body types. Um, but like at the same time, so many companies know that the body positivity movement is a fad and it's like something to hop, like to bandwagon and like are using that to just like market their products more effectively. Right. The point is, in a capitalist world, mm-hmm. being a woman is you hard. Just can't win. <laughs> you can't win as a woman. You can't win as a woman or as someone with a body as that with a doesn't body. look like a poster. Cyborg. Yeah, whatever ideal. Like for men, it's like the Dorito body. I've always thought that was so funny. Like you know how like Captain America has just like the broad shoulders and like the Not narrow even. waist. But like perfect abs, <laughs> right? Yes. All right. I think that sums it up for woes. I'm not gonna. No, that's to- woes, honey. Oh fuck! <laughs> that sums it up for hoes. Um, I'm gonna. Have it was to honestly for woes though. Like when is no, hoes not a, woes? A societal woe. That a was societal. a societal woe that applies to hoes. Yes. All right. To the Joe's. All right. This week, instead of picking just one average Joe, we picked a type of average Joe. Which is? Joe Mokies. <laughs> the skater. You may know him Boy. as the 
Skater boy, the skater bro. <laughs> Bruh, brother. <laughs> brethren. But he's your subject. Brethren. He is our subject. Um, in the words of Avril Lavigne, he was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough for her. But he is that true? For me. He was good enough for Anna. Um, in my case, I feel like it's like she wasn't good enough for him. <laughs> Wait, <thought. laughs> in the case of the skater boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, okay. How many skater boys have you gotten with, if you don't mind me asking? I've gotten with two. Well, okay, can we, like, put some rules on skater boys? Okay, you're right, because they don't necessarily even have to skate. Sometimes they dabble. Oh. Sometimes, no, like, sometimes they, okay, sometimes they no longer skate. Sometimes they look like a skater boy and, like, have skater boy energy but don't actually skate. Like, you know, like, if you're wearing a beanie and, like, an oversized, like, band t-shirt and, like, dickies and, like, I don't know, like, band. That short sleeve shirt, a long sleeve shirt under the shirt, and then like a very like worn out denim jacket, maybe. And if you like a lanky, a lanky king, as, lanky, as we lanky boy, a slim gem. All right, um, well, let's count, let's count backwards in chronological order. All right, you definitely don't have to name names. Yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I can think of the names in my head. Yeah, you can. Oh, she's got her fingers up. Wait, she's I need to go forwards in chronological order. <sighs> okay, you think about it while we just keep discussing. Um, I hate skater boys. I hate skating. We grew up in a city where skating was a very large part of the culture, San Francisco Bay Area. Um, you know, like longboards, penny boards, is that a thing? Penny boards. Oh man, she's onto her second hand. Oh baby. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. This is... Six. Seriously? I can't name all of them for you that that are skater boys. Six? Okay, wait. Don't okay. No, let's say I'm six. Not We're not counting again. I'm not naming names. I'm just saying you can mouth it to me. The first two were like full on skater. Okay, you're holding up three fingers when you said yeah, two. Up, I put down the two. I'm putting. Oh, okay, okay. Number three was like skater skater, skater, but is now a DJ. That's like mm, interesting path. Um. Four, not a skater, but the biggest skater energy ever. Fair. Five, also former skater, huge skater energy, skater wardrobe beyond belief. Mm-hmm. And six, like, peak skater, still skates, skate videos all over the ground. videos, the next Tony Tiny Hawk. Hats. Tiny hat. <laughs> I saw him on the street the other day, and then I saw... Someone sent me a thing from this meme page called Tiny Hat underscore Skate Life, where uh-huh. it was a stick figure drawing with a tiny hat on the dollar yes, bill. I was I've like, that was smack like the person that I saw on the street today. I can only yeah. name two of your skaters. 
but whatever. We'll discuss this later. We'll discuss um, this. We'll discuss this off air. Um, I think it's impressive that I've hooked up with two skaters considering they are like the antithesis of my type and I really don't like them. Um, and for you, that is your type. So it makes sense that they're higher up in the body count. Yes. Yes. That's all she will say on that. <laughs> that's all I'll say. Um, <laughs> beanies. Are they necessary to be a skater boy? I say no. no definitely not. Um, For a lot of the boys, they have mullets, they have frosted tips. There's a lot of other things. There's a lot of yeah. Other- you hook up with like genuine skater boys. Possibility. I don't think I know that many genuine skater boys in New York. Like, actually, yeah, there are quite a few in New York, but I don't associate with them. Well, you I've definitely- actually, I've actually been thinking about this because you know I live with a girl here who's from New York, and she will talk about the New York skater boys. And I think it's a very different light from the skater boys that we it's very different. And then when yeah. we go home and we see those skater boys, when we're at home, it's like, these are very wholesome, yeah. very, like down yeah. earth, like very kind people. Whereas kind. Like, there's just a different vibe. It's very different. Ghost. Ah, mm-hmm. <sighs> What else is there to say about this average Joe? Like, honestly, there's not that much to say because I feel like it's already been said. We know what they said. We know that they're, you know. Has a skater done you dirty? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. For me, that That was a rhetorical question. That's a rhetorical question when you ask. Well, the people don't know. I've been done dirty by a skater. Yeah, I've been mad done dirty by a skater. Mm -hmm. And it honestly just makes it more embarrassing. It does make it embarrassing because you're like, that's what all of these, it's a whole meme thing of it's like, oh, like, girls are boys that look like this, you know? Yeah. Insert six figure with a tiny hat. Yes. Like, treat them like shit and then you're like uh-huh. oh, like that's so funny but you're also crying but it's it's, real. Not, it's so true that's real um the a little boy, needed a little jaundice not a lot of color yeah. face <laughs> yes pale unshaven messy greasy hair <laughs> unshaven isn't necessarily a thing because you your type is little boys okay <laughs> no I'm kidding. It's either like a manly man or it's a boy. That's confusing. But those You're are your two types. I don't want to talk about my type right now because I'm having a very hard time with it. Let's okay, fine. Continue. My type? No, I thought we were talking about skaters. We are. Today, I actually had a very. Like, I was waiting for my friend to walk to a lecture on cinema. And um, and so I'm waiting on this square in our campus. And it happens to be the square where all of these skaters convene and skate around. Um, and they were, like, I just was in a sea of skaters. And then my friend came and we started walking to class. And it was just this crazy image. Like, imagine you're just walking and there's 
skaters and skaters coming at you like full speed. And I kept thinking they were going to hit me and they kept falling off their board. It was utter <laughs> chaos. It was giving me vertigo. thought I was going to fall over. I thought I was going to faint. If I was a Victorian woman, I would have fainted onto a fainting sofa. Mm. And not in a good way. Not in a good way. How do we rate the skater boy on a chill pull scale? To be clear, the mm-hmm. chill pull scale was coined by Sophia Barron, our other best friend. It was not coined by her, but it was brought to our attention by her. So the chill pull is a score out of 10. Half of it is how chill the person is. Can they chill? Can they hang? Are they cool? One out of five, zero out of five. The other half is the pull. Do they pull? Are they getting bitches? Are they pulling hard? Are they good at flirting? Like, are they kind of a player? Zero out of five. So the skater, chill, I would say four. You'd say four, chill? Yeah, I know you would say five. No, but sometimes four. Because, like, sometimes it's, like, so, like, ironic that it's not chill. You know what I'm saying? And they sometimes they try so hard. And you know they try so hard, so it's not chill. So I would say four. But, like, really emotional, too. California skaters, five. Really? But they try really hard. But I think they're wholesome. It's earnest, yeah. And they're they're very just kind. And then for pulling pulling in a way, I would say two, but in another way, I would say five. (laughs) Because they pull so hard for no reason, but like they shouldn't be. So yeah. I wish I knew I wish I had a more of a frame of reference for their pulp because right now I don't. But also, yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? So like I would say like a four for pull because like it's an average between like they don't look like they pull, but secretly they pull. Say that again. I would give them a four because out of an average of two and five, because Two, because they don't look like they pull and they shouldn't be pulling. But five, because they secretly pull a lot. Right. So an average of four. An average of four. Which gives them a total score of... Very nice drum roll. Very nice drum roll. Thank you. Strong. So eight, that seems very high. Um, Out of a regular... Yeah, let's just give them a seven. Let's just knock them down a notch. Seven to keep the ego down. Yeah, seven, seven. I think that's a fair judgment. I think it is a fair judgment. (sighs) All right, well, that's all we have for average shows. The time has come to end the the first episode. To bed. Yeah, you need your tie tie. I'm tie tie. It's not even 10 p.m. yet. Damn, girl. Well, that's woe is me. That was our first episode. The, this is purely for Anna and I's entertainment. Woe is me. Woe is you. Bed is you. Bed is me. Carbonara Bye. is me right now. Bye, good. Goodbye. I love you.